Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Podcast. This is your host, Ellie, and I have a special guest with me today. Like, we have to stop. Um, This is Katie Wallace, everyone. I wish I had, like, the run of applause. Like, can I put that in there? That'll be annoying. They're not going to like that. Okay, maybe. Who knows? Um, anyways, I have Katie Wallace here with me this week. Happy Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this podcast. We actually are recording this on a Friday night. And also, guys, I think I'm going to start doing um, my podcast like bi-weekly just because weekly is kind of a lot, but I obviously love doing this. So I think I'm just going to start doing bi-weekly. Anyways, I just want to get that out there. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, first of all, Ellie gets nervous to record today, and she nervous coughs. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but if you hear her coughing, it's, some, it's for some reason because she's nervous. I don't really understand. It's like, that's probably like an ick to some people. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But also, the funniest thing that happened, and you had to be there, so it may not actually sound You funny, had to be there. But Ellie told me that, like, whenever she starts recording, she always has the urge to greet you guys with... Hello, fellow friends. What? <laughs> Tell me what kind of sense that makes And what she says every single week. Like, every single week she has the urge to say that. Like, it's, like, natural. Yeah. Like, what are saying fellow friends? <laughs> I don't say that to anyone like, on the regular basis. I don't, something about it just kind of makes sense. It, like, clicks in my head. It's like, hello, fellow fellow friends. friends. That makes no sense. Like, whatsoever. Y'all are my fellow friends. I mean, I don't know all of you personally, right? But y'all are my fellow friends. Uh, I just wanted to make sure it was on. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Um... Yeah, so she's actually home this weekend. So we're we haven't seen each other in a long time. We've been friends for how long now? Two over no, two years. Girl, it's been it's been three. Three. I think it's, it's been, been three. Over. That's crazy. Yeah, Time flies. That is crazy. <coughs> like, we were we were like made to like be best friends though. A hundred percent. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're, some of y'all are probably like, what? Uh, only three years. But like, y'all understand. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. No, but for real, we, yeah, we became friends. We had always, well, I had always followed Katie on Instagram. (laughs) She, she, she didn't follow me, but like I thought I, I was like fangirling for the longest time. No, you didn't know me. And maybe you followed me like a long time before. A hundred percent, I did. I was like, oh my gosh, she's famous in my eyes, like one hundred percent. I know, and and. Wait, but I always knew who you were. Can I say that though? I don't know how. I she knew you. of. Let's clarify. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm well, just kidding. Because, because of some like mutual past connections, aka Ivy and Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting it all out there tonight yeah that is funny that's really funny yeah yeah we kind of have like <laughs> we kind of we have the same tattoo <laughs> i don't know why ellie just said that like it was a secret matching friendship tattoos we do we have sunshines because ellie calls me her sunshine she is my little sunshine I prayed for a friend like her. Oh, 
<clears throat> yeah. Well, because guys, this is how we lead into what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about friendships. We're gonna discuss it. We're gonna air it out, right? We're gonna we're gonna chat about it because we've we've both had good friends and not so good friends and yeah, I mean that happens though. We're girls, right? It's part of growing up too. Figuring out the people that are there. And like the only way in which Ellie has ever sorry, we're just talking about friendship, but me and Ellie have a good model friendship, I feel like. Mm-hmm. As in like she is like perfect. Like she's never done anything to like like we've never beefed or anything. Like, yeah, no. Or, and like only, if mm-hmm. go ahead. No, the only problem with Ellie is that the one thing that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna punch you in the face <laughs> is that she is late to everything today. <laughs> Tonight we went to a pumpkin patch. Okay, and Katie. This afternoon and I knew that like I was banking on Ellie being late. Like every single time we do something, I can bank on her being at least thirty minutes late. So I made sure to tell her that we she needed to be at my house by two thirty when really like I oh. want her to be there at three. Dude, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I left at 2.30 my house. Yeah, she left at 2.30, and she was, in fact, here by, like, 3.05, which is, like, what I kind of expected, which is why I told her 2.30. But originally, she told me 1.30. Yeah. That doesn't even matter, though. No, that's it, It's, it's irrelevant, sorry, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a great friendship. No, that's where we do. No, we do. But, yeah. Um, that's the only thing that, like, makes me want to rip my hair out about Ellie. And also, we're, like, long distance. Mm-hmm. So, so it's she's... Oh, uh-huh, that's cute. So, she's in Mississippi. She's at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm in Coleman. Mm-hmm. So, that's, what, three and a half hours? Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. Well, I don't know. Sure. More than that, I think. No, not three and a half. It's, like, three. Okay. It's, like, three. But I'm from, like, where Ellie's from. Well, like, around there. So, that's how we, like, know each other. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. We did meet like right before I left for college though. So yeah, that's cr- like the beginning of that summer. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's about a minute ago. Yeah, but, but I mean yeah, we're so Ellie, like I love her. Other than her lateness, <laughs> love her. Love <laughs> her. I love Katie too. She's just the greatest and so much fun. So much fun to be around. She's just a fantastic friend, truly. And even though we're so far apart and we like check in we text each other pick up the phone call each other it's not like i have to be like constant or like we're either like either of us are going to be like upset with one another and be like why haven't you texted me why haven't you talked to me yeah but not in like a bad way yeah Yeah, like we're we're she's busy. busy. I know she's busy. Like, yeah, it's that kind of friendship. I'm praying for you. Like you can text me anytime you need to. Yeah, and like when we get really busy, in, like really busy seasons of life, I feel like no matter what, we always pick up where we left off. A hundred percent, we do. That we like actually leave off anywhere because I feel like we do at least text a good amount. Like, yeah, not like a ton, but like at least check in probably like once a week. Yeah, but even if like that doesn't happen, or like sometimes I'll notice. Sometimes Ellie pulls more weight than me. Which is sometimes an important part of friendship. I sound like... Pulls away. No, no, no. Pulls weight. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, like, this is kind of the case with relationships, too, but we're not talking about relationships. I guess this can be the case with any, like, relationship, friendship. Relationship meaning, yeah, yeah. Family relationships, yeah. Right. So, like, sometimes I'm super-duper busy. I feel bad because I'll notice, like, Ellie will text 
text me and like ask how I am like three times in a row, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible friend because she's texted me first to ask how I am and like for the past three times. Oh, I, think that a lot. I don't want you to think that. Yeah, wow, we're talking about this. This is what we do. Anyways, but I know that like she doesn't hold it against me because she knows that like I'm busy and like she sometimes pulls more weight than me. Yeah. Like maybe sometimes like I'll pull more weight than her. Not even in a bad way, just like when it comes to communicating like yeah yeah. I think there's a healthy balance to that too, but knowing that like, hey, I'm just thinking about you sometimes, so I'm going to text you, shoot you a text, you know, and like, I know you're busy with school, I'm not in school, so it's like, I don't have that weight of it too, you know, and you work too, so it's just a lot, but I don't take it like you're not, oh, she doesn't care or anything like that, like, I don't take offense to anything, I just, like, I know your heart, like, I know what kind of friend you are, like, it's, I don't worry, you know, it is. It is. It's very important. Because then there are some toxic friends, which we'll, like, get into, I feel. And not even, like, this is no, like, I feel like when you talk about friendships, you have to talk about kind of the bad side of friendships as well. Yeah. When, like, there are those friends who sometimes they're not, they're the complete opposite of low maintenance. And you can't, like, if you don't text them all the time or if you're hanging out with other people. They're yeah. Them, they're they're getting like, jealous. Yeah. Or, like, upset that you're not texting them. <clears throat> yeah. But, like, everybody has like stuff going on 100% and And I think also like with that I think that obviously like bleeds into like relationships do you can have like a romantic relationship like that but that's just it's one not healthy um and it's just I don't know I think that's tricky because I think that goes even deeper than like it's almost their own insecurity that they don't um, they're like, oh my God, they're going to leave. Like they're, um, I heard the, I heard the thing and it's like you, you hold friendships like loosely. Like you don't, I think for a long time for me, I put so much, um, like effort and emphasis, like in my friendship, like that was all like I had almost and like nothing else will sustain you or satisfy you like Jesus will. Right. So why am I putting everything into friendships and these people that we're human we're gonna let one another down like it's not always gonna be perfect I'm gonna do something that upsets you you're gonna do something that upsets me vice versa like even in like romantic relationships right so it's you can't put all of this like trust and hope and almost like a perfectionism like over them because we're human we're gonna let each other down to like hold those like friends like loosely and I don't mean that in a bad way like loosely in a bad way at all I just mean it like hey like give it to the Lord like you know you'll find out like who the true friends are like who people that are going to stick around like you don't want somebody that's going to drain you like me and Katie were talking about this earlier today like when you leave a friendship you should feel so that's what I meant that's what I meant you should leave like feeling so filled up like your cup is so full like you're just overflowing like with laughter you don't even have to like the whole time like talk about necessarily like Jesus or anything like that but you just feel so good and you're like oh my god like I was so glad to like get to spend time with you you shouldn't feel left so drained yeah. and, and just uh people where like and not like this isn't even anyone specific like you don't even have to be thinking of anyone specific like literally yeah just in life, there's going to be people that your personality doesn't exactly mesh with or align with, or maybe they're super negative. A hundred percent. Maybe they just always want to talk about themselves. Stuff yeah. Like that, like that can always leave you feeling super drained, um, and maybe feeling like they're not 
filling you up um and you're always the one trying to fill them up a hundred percent shouldn't be able to confide in you and yeah 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 all it is and when you can never lean on them because you're too busy like yeah like you're too busy helping them out like they never help you out then that's when it like starts or check in yeah always the one like i don't know i i just feel like like i've had friendships like that in the past yeah yeah Yes. And I just want to put an emphasis on that too. Like some friendships are for a season, not for a lifetime. Some friendships are like only for like, it could be a lesson that the Lord is trying to teach you, right? That, Hey, like you need to watch out for this. Like these are some of the things, just like a dating relationship. You have friends, some things um, that you do like about this person and some things that you don't, you know, I mean, that's just how life goes, you know, and you find the friends that you, like Katie said, you mesh with and the friends that you don't. So I think it's just, there's a dance to it, but um, we definitely can't let that just fully like sustain us or have what we put everything into, you know, friendships are very important. Like it's biblical to have good friendships, good community around you. That's what you need. Like they're a huge part of your, like even your walk with Christ, um, because the people you surround yourself with, they can either bring you up or pull you down. Right. So it's, it's, friendships are huge, okay. massive. And in First Corinthians 15, it talks about how bad company ruins good morals. Yes. And so just like literally who you surround yourself with and who you decide to, like, who you decide to call your close friends. One, you need to think about, not that you should care what other people think, but sometimes the people that you surround yourself with and the people that you call friend might hurt your witness because mm. they don't share the same values as you. And, like, I'm not saying you shouldn't have friends who don't share the same values as you. Like, sometimes that's a, like, like ministry opportunity. A hundred percent. Like, you both. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I just mean you just need to be careful with, like, the people that you that's are wisdom. associating with. That's yeah. wisdom. Yeah. Yes. And just, like... <clears throat> disassociate from everyone who doesn't have like the same kind of morals as I do um but just maybe maybe keep them at a distance like if they do if you do like want to minister to them or even just like you like them and you want to call them friend maybe just don't like have them in your inner circle circle. yeah I've always heard like love them at a distance like you can love them and still remain friends with them Um, but love them at a distance. Like you don't want to fully surround yourself like with around that person because it's just going to pull you down. Right. And kind of like weigh on you. Like you need people to uplift you. And what are friends even for if they don't make you better? Exactly. That's what friendships are for. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so I think that you just need to choose your friends wisely. A hundred percent you do. Sometimes that takes time. Like. And pray about it. I prayed about friends for years. Years. And you've heard, like, trying to find a relationship, like, oh, like, all broken roads, like, led me to you. But then, <laughs> yeah, like, so when you think about it, same thing with friendships. A lot of the time, like, you could go years and years just having all these failed friendships, like, friendships that fall through or friendships that don't fill your cup. Yeah. And you end up just feeling so lonely, and you're like, why can I not find, like, a good, solid friend? Yeah. And, like, that friend comes or those friends come. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like all of that like to lead me here like to show me what true friendship is it's worth it it is it's worth it and like trial and error 100 percent. yes what life is about yeah 
Yeah, it definitely is. So, Katie, um, your freshman year of college, you were in a sorority. So, can we? Yeah. Oh, sophomore year, too. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, it's flown by. Yeah, so let's talk about friendships and sororities. Let's kind of, because I, I wasn't in that realm, but um, you definitely were. So, let's touch on that. This is like a big. For the girlies out there. That's mango. Wait, can you cut stuff in this podcast? Yeah, but uh, probably won't. Okay, well, they can hear me. Let me just, like, don't say on the mic. Mango, we're down here. Oh, my gosh. I'm cracking up. She was meowing, looking for us. She's not the brightest, and that's okay. She's an orange cat, if that tells you anything. Okay, so, (laughs) basically, we were talking about friendships and sororities. Mm -hmm. So, let me tell you my experience. So, I go to Mississippi State, and for my fre- freshman and sophomore year, I was in a sorority. I loved it my freshman year. I loved it my freshman year so much. Um, it was fantastic. I met so many people through it. Um, freshman year, being in a sorority, is always going to be probably the best year being in a sorority because it's all brand new. It's exciting. You're meeting new people, honestly, every single day, like, you're getting to know new people, upperclassmen, like people in your fledge class, everything. Yeah. Um, so it's fantastic. Well, sophomore year is when the excitement kind of starts to die down a little bit. And it's more of like, maybe this isn't the case for everybody. But like for a lot of people that I've talked to, and myself included, it becomes a little bit of a chore. A lot of things do. Um, just like, as in like the mandatory events that you have to go to, like the weekly events that you have to go it's to. It's like you're working without getting paid. No, with <laughs> like... I don't know. It's like if you don't go, you get fined. And I'm not talking about like a little $5 fine. Like, we're like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> like, like, that's a lot of money. I, had to miss, like, one, like, I would come home on the weekends, which, like, this is no, this is every single sorority everywhere. This isn't like just my sorority. Or yeah, no, this is everywhere. But um, I would come home on the weekends, like some weekends. And I would have to, like, I would get out of class on Friday, come home, be home for a little bit on Friday. And then Saturday I would have all day, but then Sunday morning I would have to get up at the booty crack of dawn and drive back to Starkville for a mandatory event for my sorority. And it was just like, if I didn't do that, like I could have had more time at home with my family that I'll never get to see. But like if I wouldn't have gone, I would have gotten fined like hundreds of dollars. Um, so anyways, that kind of stuff started to take a toll on me. That has nothing to do with friendship, but I'm trying to like build up there. So there were a lot of things that kind of started to make it seem not as glamorous and exciting as it once was as a little baby freshman. Um, one, like, I noticed that the people who quote-unquote, like, the people who were quote-unquote my friends freshman year, because you kind of just, like, become quote-unquote friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I kind of felt like maybe those people, like, it was kind of starting, everyone's fake, like, persona was kind of starting to die down not saying they were fake people but you know how like when you first meet people you're gonna be like super bubbly and like yes 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 that kind of started to die down freshman year because they're not as worried about it because we've known each other for a little bit um so I kind of started to see a little bit who my true friends were because Mm. some people start stop putting in effort like some people felt like they didn't have to try to make people like them as much so they like I felt like a lot of the times people were just super nice and like a little bit of like kissing up was going on because mm. they wanted people to like them yeah so all of that kind of started to come to light for sure 
um, my sophomore year, and it honestly was so draining. Like, I'm here to tell you, because I worried about people were going to think at home, like, if I were to drop my sorority. Um, I was super just, like, worried, like, oh, what if they think, like, I'm not cool anymore because I'm not in a sorority, like, everyone's supposed to love their sorority, what if they think I did something to get kicked out, like, all this stuff was going through my mind, but I wasn't happy anymore because it was just, like, there were a lot, a lot of issues, um, not Mm -hmm. even, like, major issues, just, like, areas that I was, like, I don't think this is for me, like, I feel like I might be outgrowing it, I might be outgrowing some of the people, like, yeah I, I was just ready to move on that's um, real I was just so worried about what people were going to think and then I finally bit the bullet and at the end of last semester so the end of my sophomore year um I decided to drop and so I did drop and literally this year this semester has been the best semester I have had in college like doing what I want because I want to and because it made me feel better and I knew that like it was going to be a better environment to me for me to grow in and become a better person in um and not so so draining that like was so freeing yeah Um, that's huge and I remember you kind of went through a tough season too when you were like in your sorority I was like I mean praying so hard I just remember that was really tough for you it's a lot because I it, it hit me about like second semester of freshman year yeah when I was a wreck because I felt like I always have to be on all the time. I can't live up to some of these people. Like I standard. Like, yeah, like I felt like my sorority was perfectionism. Very, like, well yeah. Um, it was very like a lot of people like <clears throat> look up to the people in there and like they say, "Oh my gosh, you're one." Like I'm not gonna obviously name my sorority, but they'd be like, "Oh, you're like beta beta five. Cool." I just like literally pulled that out of my butt, but that's not even a sorority. Oh, then you must be, like, really sweet. Like, you must be, like, the sweetest. And you also must be, like, super smart. Mm. And so that was always kind of how people reacted. And then also, like, since that was the case and since our sorority was known for that, I felt like there were so many, like, sometimes... It's like a standard and, like, you have to live up to this, like, a label that it's, like, put on you that you have to be so perfect in this area. Like, it's not achievable. We're human. 100%. And you know how when you're in high school, um, you can, like, pick a few people out of your graduating class. Like, that person is special. Like, they – that's a special person right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the sorority that I was in, it felt like I was surrounded by those people. Like, surrounded by those special people, but there were 350 of them. So, it was like – I felt like even though it wasn't a competition, I felt like I couldn't compete. I felt like I couldn't live up. It was, like, so draining. I felt like I couldn't even be myself. Mm. Um. I know this podcast episode isn't specifically about all that, but I feel like that kind of ties into a lot. A hundred percent. Because why would I be feeling that way if I had friends that were, like, loving me no matter what, that were, like, lifting me up when I felt that way, like, like being true, genuine, like, friends, I would not have been feeling so anxious and so, like, down if I would have had people to lift me up and people to carry me through that, but I just didn't at that time. Yeah. Um, and so that was just like super hard. And so anyways, that all led me finally, there was a lot of build up to make the decision to drop. And like I said, like I have learned who my true friends were just from dropping. Like I was worried that when I dropped people would like not want to be my friend anymore. Cause I would become irrelevant. I wasn't at the house a lot. I wasn't at all their mandatory events. They just wouldn't see me that much. Yeah. Um, but like the ones like my true friends have stayed, like we still like, just because I'm not in their sorority does not mean that like, that's what they said to me. Like, just because you're not in my sorority doesn't mean I'm not going to hang out with you. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, I did lose a lot of friends because I dropped because sometimes, like, that just shows you that they're not willing to put in that effort, and that's fine. 
Yeah. But yeah. I know that, like, a lot of people's sorority isn't for everyone, and you kind of try to make it be for yourself because you, like, you're expected to love it. But sometimes it's just not. Like, Ellie's sister, love. Love, mm-hmm. love, love her sorority. Like, would die for those girls. Like, loved it. And, like, that's amazing. And, like, me and her have talked, and I just didn't feel the same way. Yeah. And that's completely normal. It is completely normal. I know if I would have gone to college personally – sorority wouldn't have been my thing at all like i would have been like nope not even gonna like you know try out i mean it's not even a tryout but like it's a tryout (laughs) it's like a tryout in my book though i'm like dang like i'd feel so i don't know i would just feel so much pressure you know and to live up to this like standard and i would have probably definitely been left feeling just so like honestly like hopeless and like I I can't do this. Like I just Literal, like competition. It's so yeah. crazy how it even works. Like I don't know. It's just Yeah, it's crazy. Um so yeah, I mean friendships are just hard and I mean you figured out who your true friends are and you know we all do at some point right um high school friends those aren't always your friends after you leave high school college friends you'll stay friends with a lot of those girls throughout college and even after college I know so many people my mom still has her college friends your mom like you know so but I do feel like it's important to tell people that just because like don't you don't have to be expected to meet your lifelong friends in college. Or no, no. Neither one of those. Like, it's okay. I didn't meet my, like, which, I mean, obviously, it's not, like, lifelong right now. But, like, it, I know you will be a lifelong friend. Like, I didn't meet you, like, at my high school or college or anything. Yeah. Like, like it is so, like, I feel like some people feel like they're expected mm-hmm. to find those lifelong friends, like, whenever they get to college because everyone's like oh that's when you'll meet your best friends like they were in my wedding don't get discouraged if that's not the case for you yeah like seriously don't because like those people are coming like the lord's gonna send you the right 100 percent right and you just have to wait like literally the waiting sucks but it is so like necessary it's to yes to get, like your people yes and my mom actually talks a lot about um how she didn't meet her person until she was like 35 yeah um she was 35 and she felt like like she had these friends like she had friends whatever mm-hmm. but the person that she calls her person like her very best friend of all time she didn't even meet her until she was like 35 years old yeah so if that tells you anything like there's no time limit on finding your lifelong friend no not at all not at all picking with discernment is just important don't be it's huge life. yeah don't just like you're not in a rush to get married or like find you know the person that you're supposed to be with obviously like if you're a believer in Christ like you're not in a rush it's like hey let's pray about this let's let's use discernment like let's let the Lord like lead that you know so it's not worrying about that um yeah that's huge it's huge it's so needed too so I just hope y'all are encouraged um do you have anything else about friendships or anything that you want to share? Um, what what proverb did you read a proverb? Well, I didn't read a proverb. I read, or I talked about First Corinthians. Oh, First Corinthians. Oh, I have a proverb seventeen, seven or seventeen seventeen. Um, a friend loves at all times. He is there to help in times of trouble. 
Um, that's Proverbs seventeen seventeen again. I think that's just so pretty. I mean, a friend really does like love at all times. Uh, Proverbs twenty seven nine says, "A sweet friendship refreshes the soul." Just like we were talking about earlier, like you need to feel like uplifted and refreshed, like after you leave, like that friend, you know, that's huge. Um, and loving people at a distance is huge. Um, yeah. So always encourage your friends, lift them up, like be there for them. You know, it's hard. Yeah. But I mean, if you like treat others the way you don't want to be treated, no matter what, like the, isn't that like the golden rule or whatever? Yeah. So in friendships, like, treat your friendship how you would want to be treated, like, put that, like, hey, this is, you know, what we're going to do in our friendship, like, have those, is super important, like, that's the case when it comes to, like, church, obviously, yes, but even just, like, with people you're surrounding yourself with on an everyday basis, like, community is important, and if you're the type to not really want to get out and meet people, like, honestly, let me use this as an example, Connor, my boyfriend, he is an introvert, like, a major introvert, I mean, I feel like he, he's a people person. He's good at that. But, like, if he, like, had the choice to be alone or be in a big social group, he'd want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, just that's the type of person he is. And I noticed, like, he had such great friends in high school, like, amazing friends. Um, and they're still his, like, best friends to this day. They went to college with him. Um, but I noticed, like, when he got to Auburn, he wasn't, like, seeking out, like, friendships. He wasn't, like, going to events where you, like, meet people. You know how they always have those, like, freshman events, which are kind of cringe. And, like, some people are, like, that's stupid. I don't want to go to that. And that's how he was. He was, like, why would I need to meet more people? Like, I have my best friends right here. But, like, branching out is super important. It is. If you're not the type to want to do that because it makes you nervous or even just, like, you think you're content with your life as is, like, always give yourself the opportunity because you never know when God can open a door. You never, never know. 100%. And so I feel like that's really big, too. It's huge. Which is in him. Um, and it's harder for boys a lot of the time, I feel like, to go yeah. and make friends. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's, like, a little bit tougher. Because girls just, everyone wants to be friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. But for guys, there's, like, a stigma a little bit. Like, if you just, like, go. I think so, too. Guys, yeah, there really is. Yeah. Like, you just keep your same friends. Like, you, like, how do guys meet friends? Like, yeah, a fo- like you bond over, like, yeah. football and, like, basketball and stuff like that. Which is great. Like, yeah. that can be, like, your initial, like, bond, right? Yeah. But then, after that, it's like, hey, like, what's your relationship? with the lord like you know and i think also finding friends that you may like go to church with like forget the guys out there if you if guys even listen to this i don't even know but or if girls you telling your boyfriend like um you know finding guys that you go to church with and like you're in community with and like you're doing a community group and like be have accountability in your friendships is huge i think too um me and katie have done that so i mean so much we have had accountability and called each other higher and like hey like let's not do that like let's you know you're better than that you know in a loving way obviously too um i i have met all of my like best friends as i've gotten older I mean, yeah, I have some from when I was younger or in high school. Yes, 100%. You're changing. You do. And that's totally, it's totally normal. Like, we don't have to make this huge big deal about it either. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And, um, I mean, one of my best friends, Abby, I didn't meet her till last year. Like, and she's fantastic. I absolutely adore her and like leads me just straight to Jesus. Just like you do, Katie. Like, it's so sweet. That's 
the same as my friend Sarah. I literally met her through my boyfriend. Like, they graduated together. They were I met her through Wesley, yes. my boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes that's how it happens. Like, I met Sarah a little over a year ago, too. Yeah. And she is, like, she is so incredible. She, like, uplifts me and leaves me more forward every single day. Like, don't be discouraged by not. Yeah. Being, like, they will come, and they will come in ways that you don't even expect it. So. Exactly. Like, God still does miracles. Like, he can, you know, don't like cut him short on the small things like and that's not small because friendships are a huge thing i wish i could speak correctly friendships are a huge thing so don't count him short you know um yeah so y'all just pray for your friendships if you don't have those friends reach out to us like we're here if you ever like need to chat or like need prayer about anything start writing a list of like what you want a friend like what is the bible like um, say about friendships, like, and write that list. I know I did that. I prayed for my friends, mm-hmm. and um, the Lord delivered. So he's so faithful. Yeah. Um, that like Ellie and I, like before we started recording this podcast, we were literally about to pee ourselves laughing. We were like the stupidest stuff. Like it wasn't. We were actually funny. Was, I don't like, even funny. know what it was about now. No, like we were being so like. <laughs> I think it was about our Instagrams. <laughs> like yeah topic and just like encourage people that's like what friendship is all about like being silly goofy like yes but then also being able to have like the mature conversations a hundred percent that's that's what you need to look for in a friendship yeah you do you do and then go get matching tattoos with them (laughs) (laughs) do it i don't regret it at all it's so cute mine is on my wrist yeah they are the same it's super cute It was. What? That was two. Are you sure? I'm almost. It was two years ago. That was two years ago. Wait, no. That was no, a year ago. No. A little over a year ago. It was a year and a half ago. Gosh, do we like? A year and eight months. I don't know. No, I don't. I definitely don't have any concept of time. Well, um, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. I don't want to like talk your ear off. You know, maybe you're listening to this at the gym or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but thank you, Katie, for coming on. I'll definitely have you on again. It was so much fun. Um, I hope you guys were blessed by this podcast and just um, felt just encouraged and uplifted. Um, I hope you guys go out the rest of this week and be the light. Be the light in your friendships um, to your community, your family, guys. Um, you never know who needs t- uh, just a, simply a smile um you don't know what they're going through you know be tender to the holy spirit and what he's leading you to do also um yeah so i'm praying for y'all's friendships i'm praying that um the lord would just give you the desires of your heart and that he would um just give you the friendships that you've always desired and wanted and longed for and if you have those friendships that's fantastic um but yeah so I just hope y'all feel encouraged and go out and be the light. Thanks, guys. See y'all, I guess, in two weeks. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, guys. (laughs)